Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me is one of the greatest geeks in the world. Elizabeth, second time's the charm Wallace. Second time's the charm Wallace. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is actually the second time uh, we've uh, we've had to record this podcast. As uh, we're not we're not uh, unfamiliar with technical difficulties. Uh, n- almost never has it ever ruined an entire podcast. That's true. That's true. This was yeah. a first for this one. So yep. yeah, it's also a last. Yep. It does it again. We're just going to move <laughs> operation to Starbase Wallace and record from there. There, so, you, go. there you go. Uh, so we're going to take two better than the first time. Yeah. Uh, and what we are going to talk about right up front is Supergirl. Yep. Uh, we got a long ass, uh, trailer, teaser clip thing. It, they, are they called, they're not calling it a teaser, right? I never know. Well, the whole teaser trailer thing just throws me off. It was long. It's too long for a trailer. It's yeah. definitely not a teaser. No. It's not a clip because it's still broken up. Yeah. They called it a first look, which was like a specific... So now Term we have even seemed? more vocabulary to go through in here. I Teasers, guess. trailers, first, first looks. Look. Yeah. Essentially, we got our first look at uh, the Supergirl show from Fox. Fox? It's, CBS. It is. It is? CBS. It's CBS and not NBC. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. I just want to watch the show. I don't care what network it's on. Sorry, networks. You know what? When you watch them on the internet, they all blur together. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. 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 I, I could not accurately tell you other than like the cw because they don't let you forget yeah uh what shows are on what channels no no you're right yeah yeah i, I know that gotham's on fox so i was sort of surprised that it's hung around as long as it has uh so. and i i know i know for sure it's on fox because they've been making a big deal that supergirl is going to be on at the same time as gotham uh-huh. on monday i guess hmm hmm I don't so know. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a struggle for both of them. So we'll see. We'll see how that all pans out. That'll be an epic fight. Well, we've seen some Gotham, and mm-hmm. we've been we've had some disappointment. Supergirl will have the luxury of being new and fresh, Very and true. probably not you know dark and depressing. Uh, I like dark and depressing sometimes. It's different, especially Gotham. Can you have Gotham and not have it be dark and depressing? With like fog, no, yeah, and, yeah, and you mood lighting. And, you do have you know, a good point. If anything yeah. should be dark and depressing, it should be Gotham. But if anything should be light and cheery, it should be Supergirl. Though that trailer was awfully light and on the cheery side. Wasn't yeah. It? So, yeah. Okay, so of a six-minute first look, yeah. uh, the first three minutes, uh, I will give it to you, Internet. It is pretty disappointing as far as here comes Supergirl. Yeah. It is very uh, rom-commy. It is. Um, so staggering like the SNL Black Widow pseudo trailer, it's a little yeah. scary in places. You're like, because yeah. these guys aren't kidding around. This is the real deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, Zod. Uh, the second half is way better. Yes. But you, we do. In the beginning, right away, we see uh, meek little Kara mm-hmm. carrying coffee for some big time, you know, bossy lady. Uh, we see her getting hit on, asked out by uh, one of her co-workers. Mm-hmm. Um, Have to s- ask her friend for advice on what to wear for a blind date. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, through essentially every major female character trope that we see from the cute best friend. Right. Or, you know, like the first act of every rom-com we've ever seen. Right, right. Uh, so totally give it to you, uh, Internet. Yes. That is discouraging, but what I what I honestly feel is that what we're seeing in in these six minutes is maybe two episodes, right? Two hour long episodes, and by the end of this trailer, we are looking at a very different character than the beginning. So right. they're bad, but I I really get the feeling they're going to be washed away. Within the first 30 minutes of the first episode. Yeah, I hope so. And we certainly, if we go by what we've seen in the trailer, we don't have a Smallville thing and have to wait, like, how many seasons before we saw him fly? Too many. Yeah, that's a lot. One power per season. We're pretty... Superman's got all of them. Yeah, we're pretty sure uh, we're going to see something a lot sooner for her and saving planes and, you know, fighting baddies who are shooting bullets at her. And so, it's something. Uh, I mean, the the actress playing Supergirl, um, Benoist, like, she really... Does look great for Supergirl. Yeah. She she is she does look very sweet and kind, which is the Supergirl that we way more prefer. 
Um, as opposed same, to the bitchy yes. 52. Yeah. As opposed to, like, it made sense when she was a Red Lantern, yeah. but it didn't stay. So it's, by the end of it, it seems like, what's the point? Like, yeah. Yeah. if you're going to make her angry at everything, let her be a Red Lantern for a while. Yeah. I didn't read it, so I don't have the finer details. Yeah, but I also okay. didn't care enough. Yeah. Um, but she's she seems uh, adorable. And she seems more like Grant Gustin, who plays The Flash, than... You know, almost any other superhero uh, on TV or movies. And that's a good comparison because just like, you know, The Flash, the first time we see him really use his power and he's so gleeful about it, she does seem to have that kind of sort of feeling of, you know what, this is kind of awesome to have these powers. Like you've got the bad guys shooting at her at one point. She actually does this thing where she looks down. She's like, nope, I'm fine. And keeps on walking, you know, it's like a badass. It's exciting to her uh, because from, from the looks of it, even maybe using her powers in this in the littlest way might be foreign to her. She may have really been kind of repressing all this. Um, it's it's in the dialogue that she's been trying to be normal right. for so long, right? You know, and and to her friend or sister or both, um, she's saying like, "This is what it is to be normal. Mm-hmm. You get someone you don't like coffee, and you let them treat you like shit because that's life, right?" Um, the, uh, the, the, the bossing in, you know, being mentioned here is Cat Grant, who's actually from the comic book. So neat that they brought her in. Hilarious that it's a, a Clissa Flockhart, because the first part of that trailer really did look like something out of Ally McBeal. Yeah. It was like, it really, really did. Yeah. I was waiting for a unisex bathroom and yep. just, you know, all Bygons. kinds of drama. Bygones. Yeah. I can't believe I even remember that word. God, how long ago was that fucking show? <laughs> what used to live in that brain cell? Uh <laughs> Gone now. Yeah, yeah. Ooga chug. <laughs> um, and, and she comes in very, very Glenn Close, uh, Devil Wears Prada, like just full of bitch. Mm. But I do like the, this this very short, you know, I feel poignant speech where once the the existence of Supergirl is out and the the the, the world names her, um, Calista Flockhart comes uh, across as like. What's wrong with girl? I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. I'm attractive. I'm smart. I'm powerful. I'm wealthy. What's wrong with girl? Maybe if you have a problem with that, maybe you're the problem. Yep. And I kind of feel like, okay, that's directed right to the people uh, that, you know, it should be directed at. Like, there is no wrong reason right. for... If the character had been created nowadays, yeah, they probably wouldn't have named her girl just because, you know, the the anti-hype against, you know, calling something girl is pretty yeah, strong. But it's kind of, things. We are trying to take it back, you know? I mean, the whole fight like a girl campaign at the Super Bowl and everything. And yeah, so it's that was kind of, super cool. And I, sh- I wouldn't have wanted them to change it to Superwoman because then that's just like pandering. It's weird. You know? And it's not her name, you know? Her name's Supergirl. So I'm glad that they stuck with it and addressed it right out of the gate. Nope, we're going to call her Supergirl, and we know that she might have problems, but we don't care. Yes. But also, I feel it's it, it's making a statement that uh, Supergirl is no less powerful, you know, heroic than Superman is. Right. I feel by, by, by saying that, you're at least addressing that we will not kowtow to, you know... Uh, what you may think is girly, right. or or what uh, you know the, the 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 norms, the social averages might might lead us to think. Right, we're gonna kick some ass, and that's where we get to our second half, where she is getting berated by bullets. She's carrying a a, a plane. She's <laughs> you know standing her ground and letting a truck crash into her and some dude goes flying out the windshield which I thought was pretty neat. It's pretty badass. Um, the effects definitely look like they're going to be there. Which yeah. Is, it, looks, good. it looks solid. I mean, at this point after Arrow and Flash especially uh, and it has the same showrunner who started both of those shows it seems okay you can put money into this. We can now do a bunch of green screen and stuff like that. We can have good flying effects. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like we got the good actors. So we'll, yeah. we'll wait to see. You know, the writing in the little two minutes that we got seems good. So we can hope for the best. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. Everyone is really upset and they're really clinging to all the rom com stuff. Um, 
and coming then, coming right on the heels of Avengers with all the yeah uh, sexism things that were being said about that one. It's it's the internet's kind of stuck in a loop at this minute. So um, I was, guess maybe unfortunate timing on the release of the trailer, but I don't know. People were in that kind of mood, and yeah. then so they were very ready to see yeah. something wrong again before. Yeah. You know, and like like we said, it's not perfect. Right. But compared to the Wonder Woman pilot that, I don't know, almost was, right. the pilot was made. That that was honestly too close yeah. for that. Yeah. And I, I really... That was Alec McBeal. I that was know. David E. Kelly. Ugh. I, I would be very, very surprised if we end up with a show that's really an Ally McSupergirl, you know. <laughs> I don't think anybody yeah. is dumb enough to pull it that far. The trailer just had some of those opening moments, and then we'll see something different, I think. Yeah. By the, by the end, it looks like more uh, of a, a path or theme of self-discovery and expression and kind of coming into your own, like mm-hmm. that whole kind of early 20s, um, you know, finding yourself kind of thing. Do you think we'll actually see Superman at all? You know, I kind of, they, they mention him. There's that one silhouette early on. Uh, Jimmy Olsen's in it, and he's kind of a direct connection. Mm-hmm. But I feel... It's best if we don't. Yeah. I like him as this kind of figure in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it, it it can't be the Superman show. Right. It's got to be. It's got to be Supergirl. So, you know, screw him. Yeah. Let her. Let her have all the screen time. As much as I, I didn't really care for Man of Steel all that much. It would be awesome if this show got a couple seasons and at one point Henry Cavill just walked on. It'd be mm. like, <laughs> that'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. That would be it. Chances um, of that happening are very low, but you never know. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. they, they don't want Grant Gustafson. They don't want Steve Amell. Like, they they decide to recast these two great actors for their yeah. own characters. Yeah. Um, but there is a rumor that's talked about a lot, could actually be true, is um, that it's very possible that these worlds, uh, Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl will mix at some point, despite the fact that they're on two different networks. Wow, that would be yeah. crazy. They definitely haven't... They've done that way in the past, merging shows from different networks. I feel like that was a thing that has been done before, but Possibly. It, it hasn't happened recently, though. No, 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 no. Can't imagine anybody from Flash jumping over to Gotham. It would... Mm, probably not, yeah. Maybe Gotham to Constantine, possibly. But Constantine's not around Constantine anymore, so... Yeah. Constantine would go good in Gotham. Yeah, it would. yeah. Um, but that that'd be cool. But they have a, their whole third show. They're starting with the the DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Wow, another one that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that seems kind of more of the same. This seems new and exciting, and this is what you know. I think we're definitely uh, excited to see. You know, Supergirl kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, so as far as the books that came out this week, uh, we've been trucking along. Uh, you know, doing. Doing the Lord's work, bringing convergence so you don't have to read it. I think this one, though, is a little bit of a payoff, maybe. Just just a smidge. Just opening up that first page and seeing, look, it's Batman and Cyborg and Wonder Woman. I know these people. These are our people from Earth One. Yay. Also, the art was really nice, too. Who is it? uh, Ed Bennis. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's one of them, at least. Really, really good really good first page just to tell you yeah. right as soon as you open the book here you go guys you've probably been waiting for this you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're back to what you've known for the last uh, like three years is it three years my god I think it's been I think New 52 has been three years now because I think it was one year into comic issues and we're four now oh okay yeah because I think I had just started on the podcast wow that's <laughs> crazy still here even if uh, they convergence may Get rid of it. Nah. Sort of reboot it a bit. Stitch I, it up at the seams a little bit. I think know? if anything, it might polish the edges oh. from from the books that you know we're looking like we're gonna get. Uh, like some of the biggest status quo things already have happened. Right. Batman isn't Batman. Uh, Superman is dealing with weird powers, and he gets to have these brief times of normalcy. Right. Have you read uh, Divergent yet? Uh, no, it's, it comes after Convergence. Oh, okay, that's right. Um, right. I, I peeked into the, the free comic book days uh, yeah. little sampler. But yeah, I did was... too. The Batman one was interesting. Yeah. So. But I won't talk about that. Spoilers. We'll, we'll, we'll wait until that becomes uh, yeah. comes back around. Yeah. Uh, but no, you're right, you're right. Uh, Convergence number six um, kind of did exactly what we were talking about last week when, when we asked, 
Well, what if they finally teamed up with characters we cared about? Would that then change our opinion uh, of the book? Um, it made it better. A little. But it doesn't take away the last five issues. No. That really, really just should have been wrapped up in a zero issue. Yeah, and I'd even said at issue one, I was like, well, I liked it better than the zero issue. So uh, issue six, I like it better than all the five comics that came before it. Six yeah. comics counting zero. So yeah, that's yeah. something. It's definitely... It is. It's a thing. Uh, so after uh, Davis essentially... Um, summons Brainiac only to kind of maybe just kick him back into wherever he came from. <laughs> he was just serving, showing him that he yeah. was here. Yeah, look, yeah. look at what I got. Okay, go away now. Kind of serving no real purpose. No. Um, Other than to confuse us. Yeah. It was like, we, we really thought something was going to happen. Yeah. And then all the heroes are like, well, the, the, the devil we know or the devil we don't. Yeah. And Brainiac's like, yeah, 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 let me go, let me go. I'm like, I don't, I really don't understand that line of logic. I can understand Brainiac wanting to be let go, sure, sure but sure, that sure. anybody else was going, maybe we should let Brainiac yeah. go. I'm like, no. We've got guys. like some kind of super time lord no. and Brainiac. No, no. And it seems only worse if you brought them and then both. Te- and then Telos, who's so confused. We still don't know <laughs> Poor what's going on. Poor little Telos. God, he was a man. Not really a planet. Used to be a man. But that's our last podcast stuff. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, So where we're at uh, with Convergence 6 is um, our Earth 2 heroes um, Mm -hmm. come across some of our original pre-52 heroes. Superman, Flash, um, Green Lantern. I think so. I'm actually going through the book right now going, I don't know. I see Teen Titans. I definitely see Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Uh, Anyway, our new new 52 Earth 2 heroes... uh, they meet up with some some classics, and the the, the word kind of gets out. Telos is no longer the enemy. Uh, Telos has in fact kind of just disappeared altogether. Right. Uh, the enemy is now Damus, who uh, said to the to the world at the end of the last issue, "No more fighting amongst yourselves. I am here to be your new god. Praise me." Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, there are these other dudes. Um, kill them. Yes. Yes. Just, so just destroy them, and I will be a very benevolent. Leader. So instead of being world against world, it is now people who are on Deimos's side versus people who aren't on Deimos's yeah. side, or the good guys versus the bad guys, as we would like to call them. Yeah, so that's fine too. Like when they explained it before, it was I, I understood, but you, like I had that self doubt. Like, okay, yeah. well, what else could they mean? Because it doesn't seem clear. Uh, in this book, they made it way clearer. Uh, it's. Those who follow Damus and those who don't. Right. So in this, um, the our, our heroes decide. Okay, well, let's rally and charge. Uh, we'll use our 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 superior numbers. There's got to be a couple supermen uh, around here. We can get all of them together. We got a bunch of flashes running around. Yeah, and the flashes all like each other too, which is kind of cool. They're like sort of Flash on and Supergirl. They're just sort of gleeful, you know? They're like, I'm a guy who runs fast, like, and you're a guy who runs fast, and we can be buddies. Yay! So, you know? Speed Force High Five. More than anybody else meeting their alternate selves, they're like, oh, I know what you are. So yeah. That was kind of neat to see. Like really, like, with the exception of the crime syndicate, like, all the alternate versions, mm-hmm. like, they're, they'd all totally just hang out. Like, yeah, I would huh. I would do anything to watch just a bunch of flashes just hanging out. It'd probably be too fast for me to comprehend. True, true. But I feel like the vibe in the air would be good. Wasn't that, was it at um, Emerald City where a bunch of guys dressed as the Flash, like posed as the Speed Force? Was that oh, a bunch of... yeah, the, the, the cosplay, yeah. The... Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that was a super hit. Yep. So we get to we get to spend some time with some classic uh, versions of our heroes. Uh, Superman, we, we really get to have a moment where... We kind of remember, oh yeah, he wasn't always kind of an angsty douche. Mm-hmm. He used to really, he used to feel like a leader. Right. Like reading him here in the brief time, I feel there's only a handful of of characters that inspired even the reader. Right. And to me, one of those characters has always been Optimus Prime. Optimus, I feel, is like the epitome of, of leadership. It's funny, you just you, you did such a 180 on me. I'm going into, I'm actually flipping through the book and looking at New 52 and all this kind of stuff and look at this and then all of a sudden Transformers comes in there. I'm like, what, wait, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm paying attention now, yeah. right? Say again. 
Um, and I feel Superman used to be that way too. Mm-hmm. Like he he would you know throw himself on that grenade. He he was always so confident. He knew you know despite any fears that he would admit he had. Right. He still was always in control, and he never abused his power. Right. That I don't feel that we have from our current Superman. Which is interesting because the little tiny bit that we get to see of Superman in this one, it's hard to forget that this is still the creation of the same people who are doing the new Superman. So yeah. are they so aware like, of it? Are you, they just like, like I said, is this like a chance for them to be like, okay, New 52 has had some great things, Court of Owls, um, and it has had some stuff that have made people unhappy. Is this their chance to be like, all right, we hear you already. We're going to revise things a little bit. Not a reboot. Just no. kind of a cut and paste? Um, well, since we kind of already have a peek at some of these characters, like I said, uh, in the Divergent freebie, we're not going to see, you know, underwear on the outside Superman. Which is, I'm okay with yeah. that. That's fine. Maybe um, the personality but, of underwear on the outside with, with a shed, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, with the new suit of the figure. Maybe he learns to be humble. Um, but, you know, like, maybe it'd be cool if we had, like, one alternate universe book of just Superman adventures. Right. You don't, you don't get crazy and do events. You just tell fun one, two-issue stories. And for everyone who's been crying about that, there you go. And no. just, just Superman or alternate Superman? All buddying together. Oh, you know what? Oh, I would read that, too. That would be good. Yeah. Though just... I would actually like the Flash book better, though. That'd be more fun. You know what? It would actually be neat if... I don't know if you do it like an anthology. Hmm. Like, um, like, like DC had it at launch where... Uh, two creative um, a writer and artist do just like a two to three issue story of a character and then the new team comes in with a new character mm-hmm. like just one of those just just of, of just classic um, pre-52 era uh, characters I feel like they've done this at some point in the recent past but um, well there was the dark, the Legends of the Dark Knight book which mm-hmm. was exactly that it was but it was just Batman right um, I don't think I've seen it with uh, Superman. They did um, Sensational Wonder Woman, which kind of has a Linda Carter vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Batman 66, which is clearly the Adam West stuff. Right. Did you ever read Warren Ellis's Planetary series? No. It's one of those things that is so highly regarded I'd like to. Uh, I read some other stuff and I didn't get it. But the reason why I got interested is I picked up this random book and I can't remember. Just a random graphic novel. They somehow get, they're being sucked into different dimensions. They meet every Batman. They meet oh, the Dark Knight Batman. They meet the Adam West Batman. And, and these Batman are not aware of their alternate selves. But it was really, it's really nice, just kind of like a little tribute to Batman. And then I read the other planetary books, and I didn't like them hardly no. at all. So sorry. <laughs> so you liked the concept of that story? I did, I did. And I liked how yeah. the characters were yeah. written and everything. So go find planetary i think it, i want to say it's called night on earth i think you know mm. night k-n-i-g-h-t the rest of it yeah me sorry uh so once we have our our team of heroes they decide let's move it let's storm uh and we'll defeat this evil wizard timey guy uh, but uh, only to find that uh, apparently there are other supermen and flashes and aquamen who out we don't know their perspective because we weren't following them, but they're sided with him to defend and fight back. Right. Uh, there's this real great kind of two-page spread where we see characters of every different uh, Earth dimension. We see what I think to be uh, Kingdom uh, Kingdom Come, Superman. Uh, we see Crime Syndicate, Ultraman. Um, I think this is actually... that. This might be Lois Lane from um, Absolute Superman. Hmm. Um, Shazam, right up front, being surprisingly dickish. Black Adam. Who's the uh, Aquaman with the spike for a hand? Um, probably, yeah, that's that's pre-52 uh, Aquaman. Oh, who oh. lost his hand. Oh, didn't he didn't know. always have a hook, though. Mm, I don't know. That's uh, different from this Aquaman with the slicked back hair. Yeah, and the red red chain. Yeah. Uh, coin mail. Yeah. We've got, like, Deathstroke. And we've got, uh, I think there's a couple of um, Wildstorm characters in here. So... Clearly, Convergence number seven is going to be, I guess, the all-out brawl we've kind of been waiting yeah. eight issues before that to get to. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's kind of at least what it was billed at or, or as. Yeah. It's kind of like these different worlds are going to fight and we're going to, 
I guess everyone just assumed we were going to watch Dark Knight, Batman fight Kingdom Come Batman. Right, characters fighting each other yeah. instead of worlds fighting each other. But we, we, like, we, we didn't got even see the world. Well, well, we kind of did. We have got, hey, this world is destroyed. There you go. They saw it. Blink and you missed in, it. So. In the main book, yeah, we, we barely saw any of that. Um, all the peripheral books that just could not get a rise out of me. Uh, those we did not pick up. And I assume that had to be where that stuff was. I guess. Um, but it just wasn't interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess now we're finally going to kind of get into the good stuff. We're going to see some some fighting. Um, and we only have two more issues left before this is all done. So I assume we're coming coming around third in the home. I guess. Unless, of course, we have the big battle in next issue and the last issue is just one big epilogue, which I don't like it when they do that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want a whole issue no, of a couple issues, the last chapter, you know? Like a, a couple pages. Uh, pages is good. Yeah, that's yeah. okay to wrap yeah. it up. Like, there's a lot of weird shit going on sure. here. Like, how does anybody go back to normal after this? Oh, well, from what they've been telling us, it won't go back to normal. Everything will be different Everything from here on out. different. And really, it's not, though, right? It's going to go back to it's normal. It's not hugely different. Okay. It's it's kind of... Like, we're going to have some new books. Some characters are going to get spotlights that didn't have it before. Mm. We can get a Bizarro book that looks like DC's version of a Scotty Young book. Right. Uh, which, you know, all right. Hmm. You can Scotty Young do a DC? All right. No. Okay. You're, you're not going to have Scotty Young, but I'll give you a shot. Because that does sound like fun. It and does. I wouldn't mind having fun in DC. Yes. I can't think of any books that are just fun. No, not on the DC side. And I don't mind that they're dark, but they have to be dark and well-written. And most of the time, they just haven't been. It's just bleak. And, like, this book has suffered from so much exposition and so much set up with poor payoff. Like, we had... We were talking um, Dick Grayson gets shot by the Joker, all a killing joke. And then it doesn't even matter because Telos put some black goop on him and now he's fine. He's better than ever. I still think we're going to have some fallout from that. You know, the resentment of, you know, the guy who's basically responsible for me being in the situation in the first place gave me the thing that makes me walk around. but But that specific Joker's dead. No, no, Telos, no. Telos was the one who got him in the situation in the first place. Oh, it wasn't yeah, for yeah, Telos. Yeah, right, right. Wrong place, wrong time, right, blah. Right. And also, you know, when people have something terrible happen to them, they'll go back like eight or nine steps to blame somebody. It's like, yeah. you know, you were the person who brought this person into this world who shot me. Unless that also sticks around past convergence and that decoration, which is Earth 2 decoration, gets to keep the goo and. I don't know, becomes Batman again? Or, well, first time for that one, but... He's already put one of Batman's batarangs yeah, on his chest. symbols. He's so, put the symbol yeah, on his chest. Yeah, yeah. I don't, clearly, it's going to come back and be important, but... Yeah. We're, we've made it this far, so... <laughs> two more issues. Two more issues. Two more issues. Uh, the book that we can't get enough of already is Secret Wars number two. Uh, after the first one um, made us sad in all the right ways um, and really... Jaw on the floor, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, we knew universes were ending. We knew there was going to be this big ultimate universe versus um, versus our 616 kind of standard universe. Hmm. We knew there was going to be a battle there. I, I didn't foresee the fact that both of them were going to lose. No, yeah. When it ended at the last one, I thought, oh, all this time I thought, you know, what is the 616 going to look like after Ultimate is gone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's not going to be there at all. It's gone completely. So, like, but ooh, at, least did, at least did explain a little bit because I kept on hearing in all the previews, you know, we're going to have these big battles and they would throw in the word Battle World and I'm like, well, where does Battle World... Is, I had thought Battle World was part of the whole fight leading up to the end, but then I find out Battle World is what comes no, after. The end is just the beginning. Right, yeah. right. Uh, so Secret Wars number two, um, again by um, Jonathan Hickman and Saad Ribic. No sign of changing teams this uh, this book. Which is good because the art was beautiful. Yeah, Saad Ribic is such a great artist. Yeah. Um, and I love that he's... He can do comic booky, but in that way that like Raphael Albuquerque does, mm. um, uh, kind of like even uh, like a like a newer Simon Bisley, like it's it's comic booky, but it kind of looks like painted artwork. Yes, too. yeah, way more like, detailed, a lot more lines. Yeah. yeah, this book I feel starts at a pinhole. You get just this look, like this this. New Thor, who gets to pick up the hammer, he's worthy, revealed there are an army of Thors. Right. And they are all, you know, screaming that they are the protectors uh, of, of justice. 
they you know they praise to the the emperor lord doom um and we see this giant sculpture of Doom's face. Yeah. And I was like, is that like Doom? And Doom? we're like, oh, wow, what is going on? And it's exciting. Yeah, it is. But it's, I was confused at the very beginning, which is, I had thought at first that what we were seeing was that our 616 people in the lifeboat, they escaped the destruction, mm-hmm. and the people who were left landed someplace, and that what these people were, were their descendants. So my first like few pages in the book, that's what I thought. And that is completely wrong. That is not what's going on. It's really more alternate dimensions, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Um, Doom claims to have built this area that they're all on, which I'm not sure if I'm buying. But I'm like, I, my nerd brain is sitting here going, so this is like the alternate versions of Thor. The alternate versions yeah. of Jamie Braddock. And Brian Braddock, uh, who else do we see? We see an apocalypse at one point. We see apocalypse in the age of apocalypse, kind of four horsemen. Right. Um, who else? We saw uh, Madeline Pryor, clone of Jean Grey, Mister Sinister. Yes. Um, like we see a bunch of characters, and where convergence only told you that there were those other worlds around, mm-hmm. it spent a lot of those first five issues in like these outlands that don't look like any form of Metropolis or Gotham or anything that we've right. ever seen. We're right. in completely different territories. Yeah. This book, by the second issue, halfway in, we already kind of are starting to get the understanding of how the other worlds um, exist. Right. We find out that the Age of Apocalypse world, that we knew it's going to get a book and was a part of this whole battle world, um, we find out it's... Like a neighboring country, mm-hmm. and it has its own leader, Apocalypse, and that leader apparently pays upwards to Doom, mm-hmm. who sits pimp as fuck <laughs> in all white yep. in a throne built into the life tree, Ysidro. Yep. Like, that's such a badass and, shot, and he ain't saying a word. And the, the major domo or the sheriff of Agamato is... Stephen Strange, yeah. but he's called Sheriff Strange here, of course. But um, I didn't even get that at first. I was looking. I'm like, who's this guy who looks like the guy from Game of Thrones who always walks around? <laughs> well, yeah, saying. he screws around like Littlefinger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, but then we see Jamie Braddock, Brian Braddock. Who's the guy with the this guy over here with the little? Oh, that's on? Sentry. Oh, or wait, shit. So, DC and Marvel both have characters that are similar. Okay. Um, it's a guy with a black mask and an atom on his chest. Sentry. It is Sentry. Oh, okay. I confuse right. Sentry with Hyperion. All right. All right. Which might be the same. Fuck. I don't know. That's a, it's a weird character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just he's just standing there off yeah. to the side being like, here I am. And so here in this Doom world, uh-huh. um, which kind of feels like the center of this new universe. Oh, fuck. This is so badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, the the new Thor that picked up the hammer on the first page, uh, joined with a one-eyed Thor who is not. O- we don't think is Odin. Anymore. We don't. Think he's definitely he's not like God Odin. No, because this guy, one-eyed, is talking about the All Father. Which yeah, that that's a different that was, person. Yeah, I thought that was uh, Odin. But yeah, who knows? Uh, these two help give a lot of what I feel is fairly um, well put exposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still exposition. It's still explaining the things you're looking at on the page, but it comes across as better. Yeah. Uh, he explains, uh, and we see in, in that gorgeous art, uh, a Galactus mm-hmm. just chilling out on the lawn, uh, keeping century. Mm-hmm. It looks like, um, Franklin Richards, uh, probably has something to do with, with how that is safe <laughs> because he's sort of sitting there, Floating cross-legged over one of Galactus's hands yeah. and kind of sees him and just like gives him a wave. It's like, hi guys, how's it going? Like that is so rad. And his fucking head's on fire. It's yeah. like a Ghost Rider Galactus. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. Very badass. So uh, it's, nothing insane is happening. Uh, in fact, they're, the, these Thors are out to pick up Mr. Sinister because huh? he's in trouble for trade negotiations or some shit with with other bordering uh, areas that he's not supposed to gets brought before uh the the sheriff of agamotto stephen strange and before the emperor lord king god uh doom yes god emperor doom huh? for all you frank herbert fans out there i'm sure that was just a little bit of a wink uh to i guess like i don't know, plead his case or accept 
judgment. Yeah. Um, because the the, the Braddockses uh, and New Avalon, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. um, they're the ones kind of calling calling out Sinister. Yeah. Uh, sinister in all of his creepy, um, you know... Vampire? He looks like a vampire. I'm telling you. He really looks he, very vampire-like. I don't, I don't blame you for thinking it. Yeah. He's got all the telltale signs of vampire. Wearing black, high red popped collar, yeah. got a little goatee, he's got the little widow's peak in the middle. Looks like a vampire. Yeah. He look like a vampire. The the, the Braddocks are calling him out. Uh, sinister, just like, yeah, uh, that might be true. Can't prove it. Mm-hmm. But... He says, I demand my right to challenge my accuser, which, I don't know, do you know much about history? Has that actually ever been a real thing? You can actually, like, fight your child. I think it's happened before. Yeah, I think so. In some... In some kind of feudal book, I seem to remember someone accuses you, and instead of pleading your case, you can be like, or we could just fight to the death, and then whoever wins is right. Like, we always see it in stories, like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, but we, but I don't remember actually reading about it in school. Probably not. Yeah, like, it, not. it might be one of those things, like... Um, Dark Ages, you know, we lost a lot of stuff in <laughs> the library. The fire uh, at the Library of Alexandria, yeah, we done. lost a lot of stories. Yeah. We probably could have figured it out there. Um so I mean, these two—it uh, was it, um, Jamie, Jamie Braddock. Yeah, or because it, yeah. Sinister tried to. No, no, he does try to fight Jamie, but uh, or rather, well, Jamie he, wants to fight him. Excuse me, Jamie wants to fight him, but Sinister's like, no, I want to fight Brian, who definitely does not seem like as much of a badass as Jamie. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, that doesn't work out very well. Sinister, in all of his creepy vampirism, um, <laughs> gets de- uh, uh, beheaded, still alive. Uh, defeats uh, Jamie, uh, still headless, mm-hmm. um, and drops some some knowledge, uh, saying that oh, well these guys are uh, in league with this group that is known to. Uh, I, I guess they're trying to dethrone Doom. Yes. But essentially, in Doom's world. It is uh, very illegal to doubt Doom. Yes. Doom says he built the world. You have to accept that. Yeah. Doom built the world. And that's why we've got these archaeologists who have found this strange ship that looks very familiar to us. Yeah. Who saw the last page of the last issue. And uh, it's already being quarantined because, no, it could unleash some secrets. This, yeah, this is strange stuff. And, yeah. and we have to keep it here until we yeah. figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jamie's about to get killed or well doom is saying uh the barony um jamie's family has betrayed him so he's starting to say so your entire family is gonna be and then sue storm is next to him just puts a hand on his shoulder and says mercy and uh and he he looks at it puts his hand on her hand and like you said he puts his hand on her hand almost like it's going to be like a loving gesture, but then you see him kind of like pushing her hand off. And he grabs like, her by the wrist. Yeah, he does. He's definitely like, no, you don't. Yeah. But he does agree. So there's some resentment of some sort. It's a, it's it definitely kind of a weird relationship, I guess. going on. Yeah. The fact that he was like sitting there, he was totally fine. There was going to be blood slaughter and everything. Yeah, he was fine with it. And she says one word and then he's like, fine, but he's not happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So instead of uh, obliterating the Braddockses, he was going to uh, punish Jamie, but Brian steps up. Other way around. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's tough to keep it track. Okay, so Jamie steps up uh, after Brian was going to get um, the, the his ass beat. Uh, says, I'm the one who's been doing it. Uh, it's been all on me. I accept full punishment. Doom's like, all right, fine. To the shield with you. Uh, which was super cool. Um, but yeah, so in the backstory of all this is the raft. The raft that we saw uh, at the end of uh, Secret Wars 1 where the chunk breaks off yeah. and Reed's trying to reach out to his wife and his yeah. family. Yeah. Uh, those characters that we see now here in Doomguard. So I'm, it's in my head. Did they somehow survive? Right. And that's why is, when is I that, first saw it, I was just like, oh, yeah, these are the descendants until I realized yeah. they're not the descendants. They're the same people, except like, not. You know? Is this the same Sue from our 616? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit going on. A lot of questions. Um, but... Uh, so so all these, you know, moloids and this guy who may or may not be Havoc, 
Um, I don't know. If anyone can fact check that for me, it'd be great. Mm. Uh, they're poking around. It opens up. And the Fanta or Reed and T'Challa and Star-Lord do not come out of it. Instead, no. the Cabal, right. who were in the six one or the, the Ultimate Universe, mm-hmm. uh, and straight up front in dialogue say, oh, you like good thing we stole these plans for, these, for this ship. This has worked out well for us. <laughs> Thank goodness. But yeah. we also... They apparently say something about how they were in stasis, I guess. They uh, mentioned stasis, so we don't know how much time has passed. Right, right. Did there have they been there so long that this world has grown up around yeah. them, or did they really arrive after the world was already created? We really like, don't could know. this actually be the doom from our six one six? How long has he been here? Clearly, it would take some measure of time to build this infrastructure. Yeah. So could there be like a really old doom behind that rusty mask? It could be, could be, but that's a very young Sue, so hard to tell. True, but I mean, maybe like because she explodes in the ether, maybe she pops up later in the timeline. Possibly, like, I don't know. We don't know. We it's, don't know. But I mean, it's, it's, this it's, is not. It's not a six one six Sue, and it's not a sixteen ten Sue. We, I'm definitely not sixteen ten Sue. We, we, I think. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think it was a 616 either because she really did die. Like, it, pretty significantly. It did look like she died. It really she, did. It did. But... We didn't see a body. True. But uh, Valeria and Franklin were also in that section of, section of the ship. True. And they're both in this episode. That or is this true. Issue. And looking... Like, other people look kind of like feudal and their costumes are changes. Yeah, but they kind of look... Stand out. Yeah, they're like in their white uniforms and everything and they're just as blonde and, you know, modern-haired as everything else, so... They do Mm. kind of stand out. So, I mean, however that works out will be interesting. By the way, who's the person with the bird face right here? Do we know who that is? Oh, I got no idea who that chick is. It looks pretty... It's pretty badass. I mean, it's a chick all in, like, white armor, but she's got, like, a dead bird skull for a mask. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I like it. Um, So, I mean... Clearly, it looks like the cabal is going to be what shakes up this relatively sound government that Doom's got going for him. Sure, because when, you know, we, we forgot to mention, when he throws you off the shield, the shield is protecting oh, right. everybody from the baddies that you don't want to get to. We definitely get a, a venom sort of appears up out of the darkness. Is it a zombie venom? It's zombie venom it's zombie. from so uh, this, the Marvel zombies So we world. knew that Mo- the Marvel zombie world was going to be a part of this, and we definitely see it because there's... Uh, we've got a venom down there. I kind of thought we saw some other things. It's funny. Would that be a zombie Scott then? No. Um, so once we kind of catch up with um, Jamie Braddock's again, he's he decides, you know, I'm going to jump off this this wall, which is exactly what it is. It's like the Great Wall of China. Mm-hmm. Um, it protects whatever chosen cities from the Marvel zombies, uh, the Mongols, Annihilus. Um, Ultron, through this exposition, he explains that there are these other worlds that are trying to constantly at all times invade and break through. Right. So the purpose of this wall is for defense. And it goes through and it shows us um, Annihilus. And um, I don't know what his mutant zombie, or they're not zombies. I think they're like mutant aliens this thing with the drone army that is the annihilation wave yeah thing, with the scott visor in front and then there's something down in the down in the the pit of things that are going after him it totally looks like a zombie doc ock so oh i'm sure it is like, yeah yeah okay. no I'm, I'm pretty pretty much 100 percent confident that what jamie gets thrown into is the marvel zombie uh, universe and right. they're all there just waiting for the next dude to get thrown off right. so they can have a little piece of brain. Yeah, he jumps just because he's going to get thrown, but he yeah, figures he, it's better better to you know go on your own two feet than get tossed over, which makes yeah. sense. So. Uh, so, you know, by the, the very end of the book is just Battle World. Yep. yep. Um, explaining that, that that's what this this land is called mm-hmm. all the all the countries inside make up uh make up battle world so instead of like getting an uncanny x-men book we're gonna get a battle world x-men book is that what we're doing or how does well, that uncanny's work push back a couple months mm-hmm. um uncanny 600 uh gets its old numbering for the one issue is going to be uh <laughs> the lair folks must be going nuts <laughs> yeah. they hate it when they do that yeah. <laughs> um it's going to be brian michael bendis's last x-men mm. book yeah Where's he moving to after that? I can't remember. 
It's a thing I feel like I feel like read at some point. I did too. Yeah, you know, we even mentioned remember. it. Yeah, wherever he goes, it's going to be wonderful. But man, I've loved all of his writing on it all the X books. It's been, been excellent. Been pretty good. Yeah. Um, is but, Basho uh, staying put? Probably not. Ah. Usually, if a writer leaves, they bring in new art too. That's true. That's yeah, true. but that's fine. Then he'll he'll still work. Somewhere. I was about to say, I'll follow yeah. him to where he goes to sure. the next one. That'll be fine. Um, but I mean, this book is just leaps and bounds beyond as far as like these this springtime event goes mm. so much better than convergence yeah. takes the, essentially what is the same core concept and weaves a story instead of something like a like a bad video game narrative right exactly you're finding it out through actual conversations rather than some person standing there i'm going to give a speech yeah you know, that's that's how you do it in convergence yeah. so uh, and way more subtle with their uh, little nods to the other storylines. <laughs> yeah. There's only a couple. We don't we don't have that same thing that we have. Was it in the first issue or zero issue when it was like how Six, many seven different times? Oh, yeah. In the same speech, most of them. God. Bonkers. DC. Uh, the next book that we're going to talk about, we'll throw a little spoiler warning ahead. Yes. Um, really, I mean, if, you, if you're familiar with us, uh, we kind of spoil every book we talk about it's true but this is such a particularly big reveal we ought to add an extra big spoiler warning on it uh so we picked up thorn number eight uh which very very uh publicly advertised will reveal the identity of lady thor finally uh we've been waiting for uh for a while how many, how many issues eight issues eight issues eight issues um but i mean since its announcement they've Loved playing the fact like, ooh, <laughs> it's a secret. We know and you don't. Yeah. And then at, how many times in these books did they sort of like lead you down one path? Hey, it's totally going to be. No, it's not going to be that. So, yeah. Could yeah. it be Lady Sif? Nope. Not no. Lady Sif. Scratch her off the list. Could it be uh, Lady Freya? No. Nope. nope it's not Making her out either. with Thor. No. Really weird. We really hope that it's I don't, not her. Yeah. I didn't know Asgardia was the south <laughs> yes. of, uh, of the life tree. No. Um, but uh, so this book picks up with the most badass of the badass uh, women of uh, of Marvel yep. joining forces to defeat the destroyer um, controlled by Cull, brother of Odin, because Odin's a big old bag of dicks. Yes, he is. Uh, and not only is he mad that Lady Thor has the hammer. Uh, we suspect he's also mad because a woman is holding the hammer. Yeah. And yeah. and he's the chauvinist pig. Yeah. So this having an entire army of these awesome, awesome ladies. I mean, we've got Angela. Mm-hmm. We've got Lady Sif. We've got, we've got uh, Black Widow's Valkyrie, in there. Black Val- Widow, yeah. Spider Woman. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Yeah. we got, we got a bunch of ladies that uh, you know and a couple that um, you don't know as well. No, no. But they all look like it's the great art that we've had throughout this whole yeah. series. Beautiful Dotterman stuff. just yeah. coming in and just... Destroying it. Really. And no punches being pulled. I mean, Lady Thor is definitely getting the crap kicked out of her, but she's got backup now. Yeah. So. And you know what? That's something I have I really feel his work to the aid of this book is that it has not been shy about beating up Thor. Lady right. Thor. Right. Let's just call her Thor. Yeah. Uh, she is, in every book, taking a good fair share of beatings. Right. And she keeps pushing through it. You know, she succeeds uh, at, at every turn. She won't let, you know, a, a little thing like, I don't know, a broken face <laughs> get in the way of her injustice. Which, going by what is said near the end of the book, I'm sure there's a reason for it all makes, of that. It makes, so a, it lot makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I don't know if, if anyone out there really knew before this book who... Uh, who Lady Thor could have been, I really think that this comes out of out of left field. Yeah. Uh, we go through the battle. Uh, Freya is actually the one who kind of defeats um, the Destroyer, who is just wrecking heroes left and right. Yeah. Uh, but she does it by essentially shaming Odin. Yep. yep. It's like, you know, like, look, big man. Got <laughs> to pull out all your, you know, guns to, you know, feel, feel important. Yep. Anyway, uh, and he's pissed off. He's just yeah, like he's, he does he does pull the destroyer back, but he's just he's so angry because he's like, "Damn you for making me the bad guy!" I'm like, "Isn't that always yeah, the way?" It's just you like, are you made me do this. And one like, really, one you're kind of always the bad guy. Yes, uh, but two, you're really the bad guy here. Yeah, in this case, I mean, like the hammer. That's what he's also. It's not. It's not just that 
someone else has the hammer and that it's a woman having the hammer it's that he tried to pick up the hammer and it yeah didn't work. yeah he's yeah. not worthy either so yeah. he's he's got all kinds of issues and yeah. shit yeah um so we go through uh battle over everyone shakes hands uh they're off to the pizza party afterwards they all look uh, like they could be best buds. They do. They, yeah, they look like, I feel, like they're getting along, you know. But. I feel like there's a book club in here somewhere. Yeah, is that Valkyrie right there? Uh, no, um, the the big one's not Valkyrie. Okay. Uh, Valkyrie's essentially the same, but skinny. No, got it, got it. Because there's like a big Helga-esque type of woman. Yeah, who's keep... just kind of like you know, you know, Thor's saying thank you, and she's like, well, you can pay me back with mead and goat's meat. Yeah, you know, she's kind of. If anyone really should have been called Lady Thor, it's kind of that chick yeah, uh, yeah. who, um, uh, just just for sake of time, we're not going to look through and try and find her name. No. She looks like a Broomhilda, yeah, yeah, but that's not her name. No. Uh, Valkyrie's over here. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, who's also, like, actually, Valkyrie early on was one of my odds-on uh, choices because mm-hmm. she hadn't been around for a while. It's time for another character resurgence. Yep. So after the party's over... Um, Thor comes up to uh, to or Odin's son yes. comes up to Thor. Got to keep these names right. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna drop the Lady Thor, establishing that he is not her sidekick because yes. someone was saying that Lady Thor needs to drop her sidekick, and he's like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not your sidekick." Um, and he's like, "You know what? Uh, after this, I know who you are. Yep. Uh, let's let's not play games anymore here. Uh, I saw pretty much everybody I had on my list." And uh, you're the only person who wasn't, Roz. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, "I'm I'm not going to tell you anything. I can't. I cannot. She doesn't keep deny my it. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to keep my identity a secret. And he actually offers to do a secret for a secret. He's like, I will tell you what was told to me to make me unworthy. I'm like, are we going to get both in this book? And I should have realized, no. That would have been gonna. mind-blowing. Yeah, that would have been. But it's totally not going to happen. Yeah. So no, we still don't know why Thor is not unworthy anymore. But The longer the longer we wait, man. It's going to have to be so big. And nothing in... Um, uh, what was that whole thing called? I, want, I keep thinking futures... Uh, original and, Sin. Uh, thank you. Nothing in Original Sin ever really got to me that much you know it never none of it was really crazy yeah. like I mean, some of it was weird yeah um none of it lasted i mean even by the end of the last issue i feel like most of it just went to the wayside yeah i just i really hope that somewhere in the background there's a marvel writer like bendis is sitting here going hey you're gonna be so surprised <laughs> yeah. when you find out i'm like tell us and make it awesome i think if there's one thing that came out of original sin that is Really, um, I don't know, you think maybe uh, worth all of that kind of, you know, un, I don't want to say uninteresting, but unexciting storyline is that it opens the door for this new Thor. Yes, exactly. I have never been a regular Thor reader. Yep. Something about it just kind of tunes me out. I'm not a big fantasy guy. Um, And this new one is interesting because I don't know anything about this new Thor. Right. Uh, We're not fighting, you know, goblins and trolls in some weird fantasy other realm. We're fighting them in our realm. (laughs) And we still, I mean... Despite the fact that we've been sitting here like, come on, eight issues later, and we still don't know who she is, the mystery has been kind of fun, you it, know, and they've handled it, has, it very well. It has. Uh, and I think the, I think we're right at the at a good point yeah. to make the reveal because I, you know, I had wanted it to be Freya, and it totally wasn't. And then when they were playing it up for it being Rosalind, I thought that makes a lot of sense. And you were the one who were like. It's Red herring. Little, it's too on the nose. Yeah, and of course it is because it's not Rosalind. <laughs> nope. She uh, she flies down in her flying hot rod car. Uh, She's pissed. I feel I feel Thor uh, would have made a double take, like a cartoony double take where his eyes come out yes. of his head and his head turns and turns back and his he eyes are back in the socket. so certain. He was yeah. absolute. He was just like, no, you need to tell me the truth. You need to stop lying to me because I have to hear you actually say the words. Yeah. Um, in all the uh, excitement and Roz and Thor having a fun back and forth, uh, Lady Thor disappears uh, and we catch up to her flying back to New Asgardia, uh-huh. uh, which, you know, orbits the moon, the dark side of the moon. 
which she is not she should not be seen in no she was already been told by freya you know it'd be a real good idea if you didn't come back around here because odin's gonna be really mad yeah. and we don't know i mean odin's gonna like be we, mad at thor and freya who knows what he's yeah. gonna do to lady thor when um, he finds yeah, her someone who's not related to him yeah uh flies back in uh i feel just the one panel was kind of kind of tickles me she tells the hammer uh go off fly uh, but listen for my call, right? Because I will need you again. So she yeah. and just chucks the hammer. I'm like, okay, well, that takes care of that. Yeah. Uh, and we know without the hammer, kind of within her grasp, like under in in her direct, you know, control, right? The magic fades, so we start seeing the magic peel back, right? And she's talking about she's talking about her mother, and she's talking about having watched her mother slowly die and so she's determined you know since then that she would never be something to just let things get destroyed she would always be a fighter and that's why she is who she is uh so the 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 magic fades off and this frail little body just i'm I'm gonna use your word you said it the first time around just crumbles to the floor and it's Jane Foster who we talked about last week or the week before and we were like well we know it's not Jane Foster because because we had a sound argument why it wouldn't be Jane Foster because somebody's going to notice that she's not there you know she's a cancer cancer. (laughs) and she even says she's like being Thor is killing her and so we're like okay so she had cancer before this whole storyline because yes, I had I didn't find out about that until he's doing his search for all the possible Lady Thors, and I see I'm like, oh, Jane Foster's got cancer. That's too bad. I didn't know that, but it had happened beforehand. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But they did also say that her cancer wasn't responding well to treatment, and that was after she had gotten the hammer that they said that because he was searching True. for her. Yeah. So. Being Thor, you know, may not have given her cancer, but it sure as hell is not making it any better. No. Um, and I, it seems kind of... It ir- it irks me a little that the that being Thor is killing her yeah. quicker. Yeah. Because that puts, like, a clock on this. Yeah. I don't want a clock. Like, I know this isn't... This, this isn't the new way of things. Yeah. This is going to be just a time... And not to say we can't have a good, like, three, four, long, or longer run of, of you know, uh, a female Thor, as Jane Foster as Thor. Yeah. But it just feels like, no, I don't, I don't want this to stop. you got a like, ticking is, clock on it. This has been really, really cool. And so we were wondering, it's like, so she goes back to being Jane Foster and dying when she gets rid of the hammer. Could she just keep the hammer for always? Yeah. You know, just, like, never we, give it up? We saw her taking the beating of a lifetime. And once again... And being we were, okay. And what we were saying before about how they haven't pulled any punches with her. One, she's a woman, so they haven't they haven't played the card of treating her all delicately. They've definitely no. been kicking the shit out of her. But she even talks about how the world needs a Thor that can be mortal because you've got to be able to... It's true that Odin's son does not always understand. No, the he's mortals. been he's yeah. been fairly detached for yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So here's somebody who's you know the exact opposite of detached. Yeah. She knows what it's like to have a limited lifespan. So, but I'm just like, you know, and she didn't want to. She didn't want anybody in Asgard to help her cancer, because she didn't. She knows that magic has a price, but that's like a that was a little future kind of nod yeah. to it because yeah she's yeah. using magic and it has a price she's very well aware of it so. and i'm kind of wondering if maybe them if they used magic on her maybe there'd be some kind of residue mew mew dust on her or something Ooh. and they might they might figure out maybe she's hadn't even thought keeping them that. separate oh for, i thought she was reason. really standing on principle but it's true she could be yeah. just like eh, if you go poking around in there you could find something out could be both mm. um so yeah i mean this this has been super cool um I don't not like that Jane Foster's the Thor because all the reasons they put out I think are really good reasons and good things to build a character off of. Um, I just, I don't know, maybe I just wanted other characters more. Yeah, you're right about the permanence. I think that's all it is. We wanted a character that could always be Lady Thor, but I guess in the Marvel Universe, Odinson's got to get that hammer back eventually. And maybe his arm. I don't know. That bionic arm's pretty badass. It is pretty badass, but I'm like... Is one of the reasons why he doesn't get the arm back because he doesn't have the hammer? No, no, no I'm pretty okay, sure so that if he arm's had, gone. So if he had limbs chopped off when he had the hammer, it's not like a thing that'll heal him, right? Mm, well, I don't know. I think maybe. Maybe because 
magic and, and shit. Sure. But I think uh, Malekith burning his arm to Cinder yeah. didn't help that process. No, yeah, no. That's kind of hard to come back from. Yeah. But magic, you know. Uh, they could but do like, something. he's yeah. still doing fine with Yurn Bjorn, the, 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 <laughs> the big, big the giant axe. Yeah, it's, just, it's I, I guess that's almost yeah. as good as a hammer that he nobody can't else can pick up. fly or summon lightning, but you know what? He can chop an ice giant in half. Yeah. And in the end, isn't that just as good? It is just as good. You know, I, I saw a meme the other day. Uh, this is not a spoiler because this was in the trailer for Age of Ultron. But somebody had, you know, put up little bits of that scene where Thor's laughing at everybody for not being able to move the hammer. And someone said the one thing they wanted was for Hawkeye to say, don't be so cocky there, dude. The first time I ever laid eyes on you, you couldn't pick up the hammer either. And you almost cried like a baby. And I'm like, it's true. You have a point. That's very true. That is true. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been I, a nice line. But that scene was so perfect in and by itself. It, no, it just it was, really just it didn't need anything great. else. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so Thor, again, just continues to be a great book. And now I guess the only big secret is what did Nick Fury say to yeah. Odin's son? And also, maybe no more secrets now, but now we get to find out everybody's reaction when they find out. So that'll be interesting. I, don't, to I, say. I think it's still going to be a secret. I think, really? Yeah, I think somebody's she's, eventually going to find out. Yeah, and, the way and of, that's yeah. that's a whole nother future tale. That's yeah. a whole nother you know, three four arc storyline of someone one person will find out, and then two, and then yeah. four will be the last one. Yes. I think Freya, Freya will be the first to find out. I think you're right. Yeah, it, she's it makes pretty sharp cookie right there. Man. She is, yeah. uh, and I think she'd be most sympathetic and understanding to the situation. And she's such a Thor supporter yeah. that. It'd be like, you know what? It could have been anybody judged off of the merit of what you've done. But I like that it's you because I know you. Yeah. We, yeah. we have a history together. Pretty amazing to think that Jane Foster is considered worthy by the hammer. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd kind of like to know what it is about Jane that the hammer Cause so I never, called I never, out to her. Yeah. I never read the Thor books either. So I really know her from the movie. And I'm like... I know she likes science. Yeah, yeah, she helped save the world a couple of times, so that's cool. Sure, good so on you. So good did on. Steve, and Steve could only wiggle that hammer. So. <laughs> true, yeah. true. So if you guys have uh, any, any opinions about uh, some of the books that you have read last week, uh, you can always let us know. Uh, send us a little review uh, through the email comicissues at gmail.com and we'll read it and talk about it you know it's it's tough to uh, you know get through every book we've got other books that we didn't get to we both read uh, Angela Asgard's Assassin building up the next uh, story arc and that's that's still uh, that's gonna be epic. still as, still as good as anything else. Yeah. Uh, no Stephanie Hans in it, but she's going to another book uh-huh. All right. that I can't think of right now. Would she maybe be doing the entire book instead of just a little call out? Um, you know what? My brain says uh, wants to say that she's doing the A Force book, Ooh, all right. which comes maybe. out today for you guys. Sweet. And that book, I think, is going to be pretty sweet. Nice. It's got um. The, the writer who's been doing Miss Marvel uh, for this whole time mm-hmm. along... Oh, wait, no, that would be wrong because Jorge... Uh, Mi- Mon- Molina? Molina? Molina, I think. He's doing the artwork and he was working on Miss Marvel as well. Stephanie Hans is doing a book. I will track her down, I will find yes. her, and I will spend all the money on it because I love her art. It is it is happening. Yes. Um, but you can let us know uh, that way. You can also make sure you catch everything that we're doing if you are following us on the Twitter uh, the Facebook, the uh, Tumblr, the Google Plus, uh, Instagram. Guys, we love the shit out of that Instagram. Oh, it's like the community around there is so awesome. The cosplayers just find their photos like that. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's honestly super cool. Like, you know, we, cool stuff goes on the, on the Facebook and we get some likes on it. We're like, all right, sweet. You know, eight likes. Yeah. This one did good today. Yeah. We go over to Instagram and I think... Because Instagram's newer, people are actually using the hashtags more, looking mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. stuff. Like, we got stuff that cruises up into the teens and 20s, you know, all the time. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'll just, fair warning, though, I am one of those people that you see on Instagram that you see, like, the description and then 18 bazillion hashtags, because I don't know which one's going to work. You so know what? That's, I'm just going to use all of them. Yeah, that's what the kids are doing. So we can't do that on Facebook. No, God, people would be so mad. Yeah. They'd be very angry. I'm sitting here, I'm like, beer, beers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> putting in both the Rude. plurals of those. Alcohol, hops, <laughs> cosplay. 
play cosplayer cosplayers let's get the plural in there uh it's because you never know you don't know um but also uh we use instagram slightly different uh more on the scene things um elizabeth you were just at the star wars day at the san diego library mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which looks super fun um, that's a cool library that's yeah. yeah good place for a star wars celebration too like whenever we're kind of out and about in a thing um a little a little more free-flowing yeah. uh, than uh, than the other social media. So, yeah. you know, if, if you've got us on Facebook and Twitter uh, and you don't want to get, you know, all your news doubled up, Instagram runs completely different. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, just something about it's been a little more fun. It has. Uh, also, podcasts. This thing you're listening to. <laughs> this very thing that you're aware of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen to it every week with iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbay. Yeah. One more. Well, you know what? We're going to start putting up uh, the occasional podcast up on YouTube as well. So you that's know, true. So, that's true. That's true. A lot of um, people. I'm surprised. A lot of people like to listen to their podcasts on YouTube. So, I yeah. thought it was just for videos. I did too. Uh, apparently, it's also for audio with a floaty DVD menu of our logo. Yes, which I'm totally fine yes. with. That. Yes. Uh, so check out our YouTube uh, channel, which is also Comic Issues. All those things are, are how you get a hold of us, uh, and you can see everything we do on our website, comic-issues.com, part of the pixelatedgeek.com network, full of uh, everything from movies, comic books, video games, and more. So until next week, everybody, uh, I am Anthony Silva, Elizabeth Wallace, and good geeking. Good geeking.